Cookie Miller, and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise, because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I am your host, Cookie Miller. And not only am I welcoming you back to the podcast, but I am specifically welcoming you to season three. I cannot believe we are entering our third season. Thank you so much, of course, for all of your support, for following us on IG, for leaving ratings. All of those things help to keep the podcast going. So thank you so much and welcome back. Today, we are talking about how you can lose body fat and gain muscle simultaneously because it can, in fact, be done. I know for a while there was like the craze with a cut season and a bulk season because, you know, bodybuilding, of course, has always been pretty popular, but it was really, I think, hitting its peak a few years ago. So a lot of people were kind of mimicking that cut and bulk that's more so associated with that sport. But I want to talk to you about how you can do these two things at the same time. So we're going to break this into a few parts. First, we'll talk about body composition. Then we'll talk about goal setting. We will discuss how to measure your progress and of course, how to do it. So let's get into it. So before we can discuss the how, we have to first discuss the what. And that what is, what is body composition? So body composition is what our body is made up of. It's gonna be your body fat, your muscle, your bones, water, skin, right? So today we're gonna focus specifically on what gives us our physique. And that is gonna be our body fat and also our muscle mass. Now listen, on this episode, I'm gonna need you to really follow me here because I know you wanna know how to do it, how to do it, how to do it, but you have to understand these basics so that you can understand what exactly it is that you are doing and what you're trying to accomplish and how all of it works, okay? So let's go ahead and talk about goal setting. Now, usually when someone sets a goal, it's something like, oh, you know, I wanna lose 50 pounds or I wanna get back down to my college weight Or, you know, I saw this fitness model on IG who weighs 150 pounds. I want to weigh 150 pounds. But there are a few things to consider when setting an aesthetic goal. So I'm sure that you've seen that picture where there's a few different women who are all the same weight and it looks different on every single one, right? One of the most apparent reasons why it looks different is because of height right? Varying heights with the same weight is going to look different. Depending on how tall or how short you are, that weight is just going to distribute differently. Now, not only is height a factor, but each person's individual body type matters. So are you an endomorph? Are you an ectomorph? Are you a mesomorph? If you're not sure, I talk about this in episode 28. So episode 28 was all about body types. Your body types essentially tells you how you carry your weight. So even if two people are the same height, if one is a mesomorph and one is an endomorph, it is going to look different on those different people. So with that said, you want to make sure when you're setting goals that those goals are realistic based on your body type. So there's a lot that can be done with weight training and building muscle and recomping the body as we just defined what body composition is. But you have to be honest about how much you can transform your natural body shape. I I cannot tell you guys how much I want to have just, just even a little ounce 
of hips, you know, just just a little bit, not nothing too crazy, but it's just genetically, it's just not happening, right? So there's only so much that you can do with weight training to kind of create an, an illusion because you're really not going to, um, there are certain parts of your body you can't change. I can't change the fact that my bone structure is not there for me to have the hips, right? So there's some things that you can't change. You gotta be realistic. And if you must compare, because I know, I get it, like you wanna have an idea of what am I gonna look like? What would this look like on me? I understand. Make sure that you're choosing someone who has your body type. And also, as you know, I always tell you guys this, make sure that you're not comparing yourself to someone else's cosmetic surgery or, you know, you want to make sure you're comparing yourself to someone who has had real results and who has not altered their body in any way. Now let's talk about measuring progress. So of course, body weight is a good starting point, but it does not tell the whole story. So in addition to body weight, you also want to measure your body fat and muscle mass. So many of the newer scales have this feature. They're not gonna be completely accurate, but that's not really why you're using them. You just wanna make sure that you're following the same way in protocol, meaning you're waking up in the morning, you're weighing in after you use the restroom, before you eat or drink anything. And when you're looking at your body fat or even your weight, you're just looking to see, do you have a downward trend overall? So over the course of you know a month, four weeks, are you seeing a downward trend? Not day to day, is it going up and down? Because that's natural and that's gonna happen anyway. Another great way to track is going to be pictures. And I cannot tell you how important it is to track with pictures, especially when your goal is to recomp your body. The scale may not change. The way your clothes fit will change, but maybe your size that you wear won't change. So that's not something that you can like watch go down. But pictures, there's like no denying the changes that you see. And even with me being in the industry for all these years, I even recently had this kind of, uh, you know, aha moment, I guess, when I took pictures for my own journey. So I had had a long bout with COVID. I hadn't been able to work out or anything for several months. I moved out of the country. A whole bunch of stuff happened. And now I'm finally settled to where I have a gym and I'm also cleared to work out after dealing with all of that. And I've been wanting to build my muscle back. If you follow me on IG at Cookie Miller, then you know, in my stories, every so often, maybe Maybe once every couple weeks, I post an update of like my glute progress. And I was just telling someone like, wow, I'm so glad that my followers on IG voted for me to continue doing that because I wouldn't have even seen the change. Right. Even with my eye being so trained and at the end of the day, I'm still a woman who's looking at her body. Right. And maybe not seeing it the way other people are seeing it. Or I'm so used to seeing myself every day. So pictures are so helpful no matter what point you're at in your journey, but especially in the beginning and especially if you have a goal to add on some muscle. Now, going back to the weigh-ins, the scale is a great tool, but I want you to be careful of what I call the Weight Watchers weigh-in. You don't want to weigh in just once per week. If you can mentally, right? Like if it's not gonna dampen your whole day, then try weighing in at least three times per week. And then you wanna take those three weigh-ins and average them 
The next week you weigh in three times again or, or more and you average those. And again, you're looking at the downward trend. This will help, especially ladies, so we don't get caught up in those fluctuations, whether they're related to our menstrual cycle or whether it's just because maybe you had a higher sodium you know, meal the day before, you don't want to use the Weight Watchers weigh-in, okay? As you go through your journey and lose weight, the scale is going to become less and less useful because those changes will be more visual rather than on the scale anyway. Now let's talk about measurements. So when you're taking measurements, you're not always looking at whether or not the measurement is going down, right? We're talking about body recomp here. We're talking about putting on muscle and sometimes something that measures bigger looks and feels better, right? So for example, when you are measuring, maybe your thigh measurement might go up because you're building up those quads and you're building your hamstrings and it's growing, right? Or maybe like I was talking about with the glutes, you measure at your hip measurement and you see that it's going up. It may not be a bad thing, right? Most people are trying to lose weight in the waist, right? In the belly. So I think waist measurement is, a, is a, an especially good way to track and measure. And if you do have a goal to gain muscle, then yeah, you just want to see, hey, are my, you know, are my thigh measurements going up, right? Do I feel like I'm looking more defined? Do I feel like I'm putting on more muscle? So with this tool, I would focus more on your waist to hip ratio. Is your waist measurement decreasing, showing a reduction in belly fat, and is your glute, thigh, and hip measurements staying the same or increasing? And this can also depend, right? Because it depends on body type. It depends on, um, you know, maybe you don't like having your hips be so wide or whatever, and you want to try to decrease that hip measurement, which is really measuring around the glute, um, then that may be a goal for you. But no matter where you are, you can use the measurements. Just make sure you know what your goal is. Here's what you really wanna know. This is how to do it. First things first, you have to take in enough protein to put on the desired amount of muscle mass. So a general recommendation is 0.8 to one gram per pound of body weight. But listen, before you listen, before you stop listening <laughs> and just click off and you're like, okay, that's it, I'm gonna do it. Keep in mind that if you have a significant weight loss goal, you should not use that formula, right? Because by that formula standards, if you're at you know 300 pounds, you would be eating 300 grams of protein. I don't know if you realize how much protein that is. That is very, very difficult to do. Um, and so what you should do instead is use your lean body mass. That means that you have to go and again, use that scale. I know it's not gonna be super reliable, but if you have a scale that measures body fat, figure out what your body fat percentage is, multiply that um, times your weight in decimal form, and then that's gonna tell you how much of your weight is uh, body fat, and then you wanna take your weight minus, uh, minus your body fat, and then that is going to give you your lean body weight. So maybe if you were 200 pounds, was that the example I used earlier? I don't know. If you were 200 pounds, you know, your lean body mass might be 150. So you would go at 150 grams or 0.8 of 150 grams, okay? Um, and also, if you aren't used to eating protein, if you're just barely changing your diet and you're realizing how much of your diet is just 
fats and carbs, then another option would be to start with 0.5. So 0.5 grams per pound or per pound of lean body mass of protein per day, okay? Next, and what I think should be like the most obvious, right? You want to put on some muscle, you're going to have to lift weights. So you want to resistance train. You can start with body weight and then you can move up to lifting weights. In fact, I would almost recommend that that you start that way, especially if you don't have a history of exercising or of lifting. You really want to don't want to put yourself in a situation where you are um where you are at a major risk for injury because you just don't know what you're doing yet. So before you start to lift, you know, 135 and you're putting 45s on the bar, you want to start with maybe just doing some body weight or some light weight with dumbbells, making sure that you have the actual form of the movement down and then moving up. You do not want to ego lift, okay? If you've never heard of that term, ego lifting is just what it sounds like. It is you know, trying to lift a super heavy weight just just to do it, just to show other people in the gym you can do it, just to say that you did it on your IG story. Hey, I have never been ashamed to take that weight down and do what I can actually feel, like what you feel in your muscles. That's going to produce the best result, not just throwing weight on there just to have it. So once you've gone through your phase of maybe lifting with body weight, maybe going to bands, going to dumbbells, now you're into your barbell work, you're using the machines, things like that. Now you want to focus on getting stronger. This is what is gonna help with your body recomp. So you wanna get stronger by doing what's called progressive overload. That means that you wanna aim to lift heavier weights or do more repetitions every four to six weeks. So you wanna increase your weight by five to 10% to avoid injury, right? So I don't want you to think, oh, I'm gonna go from you know 20 pound dumbbells to 40 pound dumbbells. That's a big jump. So you wanna think maybe more like 20 to 22 and a half to be your jump if you're doing something. Now, I will also say as a caveat, in the beginning, you may be able to go from 20 to 40 because you probably could have done 40 to begin with. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? So in the beginning, you may have what's called beginner gains. You might find that you're increasing a lot more frequently. But as you go through your journey of of weightlifting and resistance training, trust me, you will get to a point where 5 to 10% is going to be pretty tough. This is probably the most overlooked an undervalued part of body recomp and really as fit of fitness as a whole. And that is rest. You do not want to train daily. You want to split your training up. So for beginners, start with like a lower body day, an upper body day, and a full body day for a total of three workouts per week, meaning three lifts per week. So I should even go back to say, when I said not to train every day, I mean, don't resistance train. Don't weight lift every single day, doing the same muscle groups every single day. You're not allowing those muscles to to actually relax, to recover. Along those same lines of rest, not only do I mean that you have to rest and recover in between your workouts and all of that, but also you have to sleep. So making sure that you're sleeping, getting your eight hours and making sure that it's quality sleep. That means that you're winding down at night. When you're waking up in the morning, you're not jumping into something immediately. All of these things are going to impact the quality of your sleep, which then is going to impact the quality of your results. 
So building muscle and losing fat simultaneously is possible. I've seen a million clients do it before and I have done it myself. But to build muscle and lose fat simultaneously, you must make sure that you're eating enough food, especially protein. You also have to resistance train, get an adequate amount of rest, meaning rest in between your workout days, but also meaning good sleep. And you must progressive overload your workouts. You must get stronger. You can't continue to lift the same 10 pounds that you started with if your expectation is to put on muscle and to burn fat. And in order to measure your progress in the first place, you must know what your goal is before you even start, aesthetically and otherwise. Use several tools, including the scale, measurements, pictures, to accurately represent your progress. feels so good to be back you guys thank you so much for listening to worth the wait remember if this episode or any of our episodes have helped you please consider leaving us a five-star review i want to really just take a moment to ask you to please leave us a review if you're listening on apple Podcasts or on google if you're listening on youtube give it a like anything anything helps okay you can also take a screenshot and tag us on ig at worth the wait podcast and we will repost I will talk to you guys next episode. Bye.